How's your connection with your inner child? Do you find it difficult to be in touch with that part of you that may have been rejected, hurt, ridiculed, left out, and misunderstood? Whether it's linked to ADHD or not, one thing is for sure. The painful experiences you had as a child left marks. But your inner child is also the little boy or little girl who was full of joy, playful, had fun, and didn't worry about what others thought or said because the only thing that was important was the present moment. No matter how old you are, taking care of your inner child is a wonderful gift to give yourself. And this episode is all about helping you strengthen that connection. Honey! Have you seen my keys? Huh, forget it. They're in my hand. There's more to ADHD than being easily distracted, scattered, or a master procrastinator. Being different is not a disability, and it's about damn time we break free from the shackles of society's labels and stigma. Hey there, I'm Zarina Boali, a French-Canadian journalist who found out had a uniquely wired brain at 40 and became a certified ADHD coach. This podcast brings forth a different perception of ADHD to help you amplify your brilliance and phenomenally stand out. Thanks for flying with us. Have a great day. Ready to blast off? Three, two, one... Welcome aboard. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Phenomenally ADHD podcast. I hope you're doing amazing. Zarina Bwali here, thrilled and so happy to connect with you to talk about something I don't often talk about except with close friends and clients because to tell you the truth it's a topic that makes me a little uncomfortable and there's nothing better than being uncomfortable to step out of our comfort zone to grow and that's exactly what I'm doing with this week's topic by talking about the importance of connecting and healing the wounded part of the child we were. And my fascination for the topic, I guess, is greater than the discomfort it brings. The only thing I hope, if you're not familiar with the topic or find it a little too wild, is to listen with a curious and open mind as it could really be a game changer for you. The connection you have or don't have with your inner child is super important because it allows you to understand a lot about yourself outside of ADHD. I think we unconsciously grow apart from that part of us and there are a few reasons for that. Connecting to our inner child isn't something we were taught. Doing it is often very uncomfortable. A part of us is unconscious of the impacts it has on our inner peace. There's also the belief that to heal, we have to relive what caused us so much pain, when in reality, profound transformation can happen with techniques like Theta Healing, where you and I dig deep, change limiting behaviors, beliefs, and programming. Releasing what is no longer serving you 
patterns, conditionings, stories, and drivers so you can access your full potential without having to dive into the pain is possible. I will explain what drivers are a little later, but the first thing that we need to keep in mind is that our parents did the best they could with what they had, and so do you if you have kids of your own. At one point or another, though, we may have blamed our parents for whatever happened that caused deep suffering, and that is still impacting our lives, our relationships, and our overall well-being. To a certain extent, I believe it's part of the process to find or to try to find someone responsible. But personal growth also means taking responsibility for your life, finding ways to heal childhood trauma, and allow your authentic self to shine. Your authentic self, or my comprehension of it, is the multifacets behind the defense and protection mechanism. Emotional wounds baggage we carry from our lineage, and limiting beliefs, just to name a few. Being yourself requires courage. Not everybody will understand and support you. Choosing to heal and break free from the pain takes courage. Caring, loving, and giving your inner child more attention starts with the desire to bridge the gap and connect with that child you once were. That's where drivers can help you. And like I said, I will give you more details of what they are, but they can really help you bridge the gap between you and your inner child. But if you're curious, here's a sneak peek. A driver is an important concept in transactional analysis. It was created by the American psychologist Tybee Caller. When you identify and overcome your drivers, you can significantly improve your well-being, effectiveness, creativity, communication, and relationships. So it's a powerful tool to achieve personal growth and create change. Now, How can you care, love, and give your inner child more attention? One of the first things that you can do is to be the parent you wish you had or needed. Regardless of the environment you grew up in, whether your parents were present or not, emotionally available or not, affectionate or not, only you can step in and fill the void that was created. Finding someone to blame is normal and part of the process, I believe. I surely blame my mom for my parents' separation, but at some point, I realized I couldn't hold her responsible forever because by doing so, the one I was hurting the most was myself. I guess the hardest part is moving past the pain and the resentment toward your mother or father or both. Healing your inner child is powerful. It helps you support your emotional and psychological well-being. You can start to create a more compassionate and understanding relationship with yourself. Ways to nourish your inner child can be so simple. Do things that you loved and enjoyed when you were a kid. Do playful activities and reconnect with fun hobbies. Take a few minutes to hold your inner child in your arms. Ask questions to find out what your inner child needs. Check in often with 
your inner child to see how it is doing. The relationship you have with your inner child is one that will evolve over time and it will be important to check in with yourself regularly to see how this relationship is going or how your inner child is doing. Not sure you have an inner child? Don't worry. And if you have one but can't quite picture or visualize it, here's an impactful yet simple exercise you can do and that's going through pictures of you when you were a kid. One of my favorite picture is one that was taken at the celebration of the 40th wedding anniversary of my grandparents. And I love that picture because when I was a kid, I didn't like wearing dress that much. I was more like the little tomboy girl. And on the picture, I'm really not sitting down, knees closed and, you know, back straight. Like my legs are open, my hands are on my knees and I'm bending a little bit in front. And I love that picture because that really is who I am, the one that stands out from the crowd, the one that never does anything like everyone else, the little rebel that, you know, will question the status quo. So I love that picture for all those reasons and I have a copy of it in my iPhone so that I can really access it rapidly whenever I want it or whenever I feel the need to connect with that little Zarina that I was at about maybe, I don't know, five or six years old. So choose a picture that brings those qualifications that you had when you were a kid that you maybe, you know, set aside, left out, put in the closet for, you know, all the wrong reasons because you're actually leaving part of yourselves behind. So make sure that you have that picture close by so that you can easily connect with your inner child. There are also questions you can ask yourself to check in with your inner child. What words would best describe yourself as a child? What do you remember enjoying as a child? How can you do more of those things so you reconnect with your inner child? What did you wish for as a child? One thing I remember wishing for as a child came from a TV show about UNICEF. My hope was at the time that every child on the planet had a safe home and went to school. Also remember that your inner child needs to be comforted, supported, listened to, acknowledged that can be done by acknowledging that your inner child exists within you. Your inner child also needs to feel secure, seen, heard, understood. And the best person to do that and respond to those needs is you. And I'll give you ways to do that. Make sure you create a safe space where you and your inner child connect. A place that brings joy, that gives you a sense of freedom, and that represents playfulness. My favorite place is definitely the beach because when I was a kid, I could spend hours and still can looking for seashells. And it's important for you to know this. When you as an adult feel insecure, misunderstood, or unheard, and it brings a charge of emotions, it's probably your inner child that's reacting. 
It's not always an easy thing to figure out and it may take some time to become conscious of it, but I promise that if you learn to fulfill those needs, you start building your inner security. You can also ask yourself, what did I need when I was a kid that I didn't receive? How can I fulfill that need? What would make my inner child happy right now? Sometimes for me, it's as simple as going to A&W and buy myself a root beer because when I was a child, it was the place I always wanted to go eat for my birthday. So it really can be very, very simple. Caring, loving, and giving your inner child more attention starts with the desire to bridge the gap and that's where drivers, yes, we're there, can help you do that. Because the goal ultimately is to allow your true self to shine. One way to allow that is to know what drivers are and ideally the ones you have. There are five drivers and drivers are unconscious and they influence our behavior. They are mainly messages that we receive from our parents and that we activate when we feel challenged. And it's really, really interesting because there's a bright side and a dark side to every driver, but knowing what triggers them is a great way to understand yourself better, the way you react, and recognize destructive behavior. When you know what your drivers are, it helps you understand your inner child and identify its needs. The five drivers are please others, be strong, try hard, hurry up, be perfect. Individuals with the please other drivers are incredibly pleasant, understanding, use intuition a lot, often the ones holding a team together, worry about earning approval from others, are reluctant to challenge anyone's idea, have difficulty saying no. People with the be strong driver have the ability to stay calm in any circumstances, are driven by the need to cope with crisis, difficult people, work steadily through any workload, love taking control of situations, people feel a sense of safety around them, their desire to have everything under control means that they can often come across as distant. They don't often see themselves as fully responsible for their thoughts and especially their feelings. They have difficulty asking for help even when they should and don't connect or show their emotions easily. The next two drivers are interesting and if you have ADHD, well, I'm sure they will resonate with you. People with the try-hard driver are enthusiastic, get involved in lots of different activities, they are energized by having something new to try, good at turning small jobs into major projects as they want to go after every possibility, become bored with the detailed work that follows to the point of leaving work undone to move on to the next new exciting thing or activity. Any of this sound familiar? The fourth driver is hurry up 
And if it's one of yours, you do everything as quickly as you can, which means you get a lot done. Having deadlines to meet gives you energy always seems to fit in extra tasks. You may delay something until it becomes urgent if you have time to spare, which can lead to making mistakes. Your underlying motivation is to do things quickly and you feel good when you can complete tasks in the shortest time possible. You look for the most efficient way to do your work, your ability to think fast, will lead or may lead to making you appear impatient and frustrated with others. Finally, if you have the be perfect driver, you draw energy from doing the right thing. You aim for perfection in everything and check carefully every little detail. You produce accurate work set high standards, sometimes miss deadlines because you are still checking your work, you tend to insist everything is done perfectly so you can come across as overly critical. Of the five conditioning, I have four and one of them is hurry up. The number of time my mom told me to hurry because we would be late, that I wasn't going fast enough, I mean, I can't even count them. Being a former perfectionist, it really helped me understand the conditioning I was trapped in with the be perfect driver when everything I did needed to be done perfectly and the time I wasted fussing over insignificant details, my gosh. One thing's for sure, knowing my main drivers was so useful in breaking patterns and behaviors that I was unaware of. It also showed that certain ADHD traits were pretty close to some of the driver's characteristics, as you heard, with try hard and hurry up. That's why I'm a strong believer that ADHD is part of who I am. It does not define who I am, and theories like the one I just shared show that there are other explanations to the way we are, and it's not just ADHD. Remember, your inner child is also the little girl or little boy who was full of joy, was playful, had fun, didn't worry or give a rat's ass about what others thought or said because what was important for that kid was the present moment. That's the part of your inner child you want to bring out. That's a wrap for this week. Don't hesitate to send me an email if you have questions and to leave a rating for the podcast. Should you feel it's time to consider coaching to help you with ADHD, well, go ahead and click the link in the show notes to book your free discovery call so we can look at the ways I can help you. Sending lots and lots and lots of love and wishing you a brilliant week. I so appreciate you listening and I'd love to hear from you. If this episode resonated with you, let me know what valuable insight you're taking away and how you can implement it right now. Don't hesitate to leave a review on your favorite platform and share on social media. Until next time on Phenomenally ADHD, own your genius because you rock just the way you are.